welcome to the Addison Reads audio blog. If you crave to raise children that love to read, to build a library of resources in your home to help you take purposeful action as a parent, and to connect with your children unlike ever before, welcome home. You have the power to be a purposeful parent. You just have to look to your bookshelf. My name is Sam, and I am your intentional kid-lit tour guide. Hello, welcome to a very controversial, very heated, very potentially political, and extremely passionate talk about modern parenting roles and two books that I found on my bookshelf that are completely deceitful from a modern parenting role perspective. And I want to preface this discussion to say if we have differing opinions about parenting in terms of, you know, who wears the pants and who is in charge and things like that, and what each um, individual parent's role is in the household, I urge you to, to listen to this anyway, because this is so much less about that and so much more about really being careful with the books that end up on your bookshelf and making sure that you put them each through a rigorous test before you present them to your child. That is more so what this is about. So I wanted to preface it with that, use this little disclaimer. I am not the type of person that wants to shove my ideals down your throat. Rather, I want to have a discussion about children's literature and something interesting that I found out when I looked at my bookshelf. So we're going to hop right in, but I wanted to start with that. So this is Do you value modern parenting roles? Well, beware of these two deceitful children's books. I call these two children's books deceitful because they are. When we received the books, I Love My Mommy and I Love My Daddy by Igloo Books as a well-meaning gift for my parents for Christmas, I was naturally thrilled, right? Oh, a book about how awesome I am and how awesome my husband is that we get to read to our daughter? Uh, yeah, obviously. Um, There must be something a little bit narcissistic about that, right? About being excited about a book like that. But I was. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was excited. However, we were deceived by the covers and the presumed topic of, of the book. And when we actually sat down and read them before we read them to our daughter, thank goodness we read them beforehand. This was a really, really, really good idea that we read them before we read them to our daughter. Um, I'm so happy that I didn't read them to her first. I was shocked and horrified that they were actually in our home. I want to make you aware of these books so that you're not fooled by them and mistakenly add them to your bookshelf if we share a very key value with our families, modern parenting roles. And I also want to discuss with you why you need to fiercely guard your child's bookshelf and make sure that books that are opposed to your views don't land on your bookshelf unless you're ready to discuss with them why. So let's start with how we value modern parenting roles. So long before my husband and I had our sweet daughter, we talked about what it'd be like to have children. What would our individual roles be as parents? It was like one of those movies where you say one, two, three, and we both said the same thing, the same phrase. We said equal parents. We've kind of always been equals. That's how our relationship has been since we started. We both work. We both have dreams. We're both driven and passionate. We both want children and we both want to raise them equally. 
So of course, this style of marriage and parenting is is at odds with traditional gender roles. Traditional gender roles, as I define them, consist of the mother staying home and handling the child rearing and home tasks while the father goes out and works. He's the breadwinner and he's the provider for the family, right? So that's typical modern parenting roles. That's how I define them. And I'm sorry, traditional parenting roles. So in our version of modern parenting roles and equal parenting, we're both responsible for the home tasks. My husband, for example, is an excellent cook and he loves doing laundry. I can't even get him started about the laundry because he loves it so much. Um, Fabric softener is like his favorite thing ever and he has quite the opinion about it. I, on the other hand, love having a job and I love working both inside and outside of the home. I enjoy playing with my daughter and spending quality time with her that doesn't strictly involve taking care of her and her basic needs, and I love my fair share of cuddles too. Now, for many families, a traditional marriage and traditional gender roles dynamic works for them, and I love that. I appreciate when you find something that works for your family and you make that happen. In fact, I think that more people should do what they feel is right in terms of parenting and and marriage and stop staying in one box or the other because you feel like you're supposed to. If you're a woman, and this is important, if you're a woman who wants to stay home with the children and be an amazing homemaker, I absolutely think that you should and you shouldn't feel empowered to do so. I think you'll be amazing at it and you will feel so happy that you chose where you thrive and where you really want to be. So I want to emphasize this point. No one should feel like they need to be or do what the world thinks they should, okay? So that's why these books rubbed me the wrong way so much. I know that no single book can encompass all perspectives, right? But the titles I Love My Mommy and I Love My Daddy felt so universal when I heard them. Unfortunately, when I read the books, however, I was so disappointed that they'd really chosen a side. Sure, they'd chosen the side of traditional gender roles technically, but... I honestly was more disappointed because I felt they did a disservice to both sides. So both to the traditional and to the modern parenting families. And I learned a big lesson. Don't judge a book by its cover or its title. I want to give a quick summary of the book to really frame the discussion. So I want to talk about the exact books and their context before I explain um, why I felt they did such a disservice to both sides and specifically to parents who value modern parenting roles. What's interesting about these two books is they really go together. So they're both by the same publisher and they follow a very very similar story structure. Um, They're also basically titled the same thing. So when I see them, they're a set, right? Like I imagine them as a set. Because they go together naturally, it made sense too, you know, read them together. So first I read I Love My Daddy and I really actually loved it. I'm sure I have you thoroughly confused now though because I said that I didn't like the books but just listen, just listen for a second. This book is all about how daddy is awesome. He plays with the kids, he has fun with them, they play outside and daddy is simply the best. Here's a line from the book. I love you daddy because you push me on my shiny new bicycle. I love you daddy because you are the best pirate captain ever and so on. Sounds pretty great, right? To me, dad sounds pretty cool. No wonder we love him. Ah, but then I read I Love My Mommy, and my oh my, how quickly my face went from elated to irate. Even as I say this right now, anger is kind of rising within me. Now remember, we love daddy because he plays with us and he takes us outside. Why do we love mommy? Now here's a line from the book. I love you, mommy, because you make my rubber duck go quack quack in the bath. 
okay? I love you, Mommy, because you wash my teddy bear when I've got him all muddy. You have got to be kidding me. Please tell me I did not just read through an entire children's books book about how Mommy does only cleaning, cooking, and child rearing. Lord help me, I did. I really did. That is what those books were. Dad does all the fun things in the books, and Mom takes care of the kids in the house? Oh, no. These books had got to go, right? It's crazy. I'm looking at the covers of, or the, the actual books right now, and there's the picture of Dad and, and the son playing with, um, playing pirate ship, and then there's the bunny, the two bunnies, and, and guess what? The teddy, the teddy bear's all muddy, and Mom is doing laundry, and she looks pretty sad and exhausted, I have to admit. So, how did this book, or these set of books, fail parents? Now, I want to talk about the books actually from a few different lenses and perspectives. Sorry, this rain is really getting going back here, so hopefully it's not too terribly loud. Um, because really, like I said, everybody has the right to be upset by these books, and I really want to draw out the ideas that I think are pretty horrible in them uh, from a few different perspectives. So as a practitioner of modern parenting rules, of course, um, but also as a mother and as a father. So let's start with uh, in terms of modern parenting roles. So clearly this book contradicts everything my family believes in when it comes to mom and dad's place or role in the household, right? I do so much more than cook and clean and take care of my daughter. The last thing on earth I want her to think of me and to think of women as a whole is that we are meant to do just those things. That a well-kept home is the reason we are worthy of love, not only from a child, but from, you know, as a human, that our sole purpose is to cater to others. When read together, there is clearly a lack of congruency and equality between the two parents. This doesn't even make sense for us to have on our intentional bookshelf or to read to our daughter because it is so not reflective of how our family works. In this way, it actually kind of sends a mixed message to her and some unrealistic expectation about what mommy and daddy do for the family. So she'd read this book and be like, what do you mean mom cooks and cleans? That's not even what happens in our household. So it's confusing, sending mixed messages. Now, as a mother, I actually felt very personally insulted by this book. Now, this might seem extreme, right? But I, <laughs> I am one of those people that books are really, really important to me, and I will throw my whole passion and emotion into it. So I felt like the author actually reduced my self-worth and the meaning of my life as a mother to doing dishes and making good meals. Mothers. Regardless of their opinions about traditional or modern marriages, do so much more than that. So much more. How about all the books I read to my daughter? How about the many times we've played outside and explored when we live and where we live together? How about the time we laid out in the hot sun and played with chalk or the water table for hours? How about when I took her to a Chinese garden in Japan and walked around with her and showed her the fish in the lake? How about all the times I've put her on my lap and taught her about coding as I finished up my work? Sure, a book can't encapsulate the full efforts of a mother, and I get that, but moms are so much more. We are emotional sanctuaries to our children. We kiss boo-boos and we wipe snotty noses. We pretend to be tigers and growl at our children from across the hallway. We think every day about our children's futures and our own too. We have other hobbies and interests aside from our children, right? We love to do yoga and spend time with our friends or binge watch The Real Housewives. I'm totally speaking about me there. We write, we dance, we sing. We are so much more than this book says, and we have so many more amazing 
reasons to be loved as moms. So yeah, this book did a disservice to moms. Now let's hop over to the other perspective as a father. So clearly, total disclaimer here, a father I am not. However, when I sat down with my husband to tell him about these books and how they made me feel and how much they bothered me that they were in our home, he actually had a lot to say about how the books made him feel and then we discussed it a little further. So again, I'll say fathers, regardless of their opinions about traditional or modern marriages, do so much more than this book says they do. Now, like I said before, my particular family is very much in the equal parenting realm. My husband does so much for our family, so much more than provide us provide for us financially. My husband is an amazing cook. He loves learning new recipes and creating his own. As previously mentioned, he is a laundry superhero. My linens smell so dang good because he makes it so. He is also emotionally available for Addison and myself in ways I never thought imaginable. Thank you to the television and other media for making me think that husbands and men in general have no feelings and it should be kept that way. He loves to kiss her boo-boos too and read her goodnight stories, give her bath and snuggles. He is an amazing father and I know plenty of other dads who do the same as well. Dads do a lot more than just be the fun guy. They really are contributing members to the household and to the ecosystem of the family as a whole. When you read these books together, they really seem to imply that mom takes care of all the hard stuff around the home while dad is off playing hide-and-go-seek and having a grand old time. Dads should get so much more credit than they already do, and this book, honestly, it simply serves to minimize their efforts even further. Okay, so it kind of sounds like I'm bashing on Igloo Books, which is the publisher of these books, but I'm not, I promise you. I want to actually note something about them. I was actually extremely shocked to find out that these books were published by Igloo Books because this company has published some of our favorite books in our library. One of them is called Cheeky Monkey. It's one of the first books that I read to my daughter, and it's one of the first books that really got me thinking about the concept of the intentional bookshelf. This book has been huge and a huge hit in our home, and it really solidifies an amazing value, honesty. So as I researched for this post, I found that these two books, I Love My Mommy and I Love My Daddy, are really difficult to find. You can't purchase them on Amazon or, uh, you know, really easily at all, anywhere. And that makes me really happy. That makes me believe that maybe Igloo Books rethought their decision to publish such a minimalistic and disheartening series. Additionally, the main reason that I wanted to bring up this whole topic is because I truly believe that you should not get fooled by a bad children's book, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit further, but first I want to discuss some books that are positive for parents and modern parenting roles. Now, parenting is equally the most difficult and most amazing thing I have ever done. Being a mother has come with such challenges as I grapple with my self-worth and my place as a mother. Books that lift parents up and show children what a tough but incredible job it is to be a parent, those are the types of books I want my daughter to read. I also want her to know that as a woman, she has just as much of a right to do and be whatever she wants to be. That even as a mom, she can have dreams and aspirations and passions outside of her children. Now, the books I'm going to recommend are positive for parents, and they really emphasize modern gender roles, female empowerment, and gender equality. The book Someday by Allison McGee uh, summarized really quickly, every mother's dream is for her child to, to really fulfill and live their life to the fullest. So the love of a mother for her child and all the things that they will be someday is what this book is all about. 
There's a book called A Suitcase Surprise for Mommy by Kat Cora. It's about a working mom that has to go on a business trip and her son wants to come along. But see, it's emphasizing moms working. There's another book that emphasizes moms working called Mommy's High-Heeled Shoes by Christy Finnan. Another great book, and this one is more focused on dads and the way that dads can be emotionally available for their kids. It's called Daddy's Hugs by Karen Katz. It really shows the emotional and paternal side of fatherhood. The book Daddy's Lullaby by Tony Bradman is quite incredible. Dad comes home from work and everyone's asleep except for his baby. Instead of waking mommy, he handles the situation and plays a perfect loving role. The book Be a Star Wonder Woman by Michael Dahl follows a young girl as she triumphs in school just like Wonder Woman. She can be and do anything she wants to be, and this is really great for showing female empowerment. Another one for female empowerment is called Rosie Revere Engineer by Andrea Beattie. Never say never, this girl is an engineer, and let me tell you, as an engineer myself, it is an inspiring book and a great one to show your little girls that they can be and do anything and that hard work will always help. Now, I have to admit that those books weren't actually that easy to find. I would love to see more children's books in the future that showcase a home where more than one parent works or more than one parent does the homemaking. I dream of a library filled with books for my daughter that shows her that she can be anything she wants to be and that she has so many reasons to love mommy and daddy beyond the conventional. Like I said before, I really don't want you to get fooled by a bad children's book. Um, It's happened to me here, and I was so disappointed that I had let it stay in our bookshelf for so long. If you don't know how to identify what a bad children's book is, and I use the term bad children's book in quotes because it's so dependent on what you're looking for for your bookshelf. So it's a bad fit. It's not necessarily like a universally bad book. But I want you to go to addisonreads.com forward slash forward slash bad children's book and check out that post which goes through all of the ways you can start to identify what books on your bookshelf might not be a good fit and then also check out the reclaim your bookshelf challenge so you can go through with a fine tooth comb go through your bookshelf and determine is this book good for our bookshelf is it addressing the values that we have and that we want our children to grow up and develop or is it hindering our ability to teach them these things by giving a either like the opposite value or it just is confusing in some way or it you know it simply doesn't fit with your bookshelf and your values so go check out the reclaim your bookshelf challenge which you can join at bit.ly forward slash reclaim your shelf and that is my friends, is all I have for you today. I hope that you go forth and you do not find a bad children's book on your bookshelf. But if you do, just think critically, why is this one not a good fit for us? For me, these books didn't fit our value in terms of modern parenting roles, and it absolutely had to go. Thank you so much. This has been an episode from the Addison Reads audio blog. Be sure to head over to our website, addisonreads.com, to read the blog posts in full, download free resources, and join the Intentional Book Club. As always, happy reading.